0: This passage from Isaiah sums up Christmas. Almost every line is about the meaning of Christmas. He didn't send somebody else to visit. God came, God's self, in person. Extravagant love, compassionate generosity. Became our Savior out of love and pity, redeemed and rescued us, lifted, lifted and carried us. All of this is, um, has to do with what Christmas is about. For me, the, 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 core, the core verse in these, in these three verses is toward the end where Isaiah says, God didn't send someone else to help them. God came God's self in person. God didn't send a delegate or a representative. God came God's self. Emmanuel. God with us. I mean, that's the core of Christmas. You know, it's important that the important person comes to us, because it makes us feel important. It makes us feel significant. You know, when there's a a death of a, of a foreign leader, it makes a difference whether the president goes or the secretary of state goes. It kinda says how important that other country was or wasn't. My father died in 1983 when I was serving Summit Church at the north end of campus and Leonard Confar was the district superintendent. Dad's funeral was in Dayton. It meant a lot to me that Leonard Confar came from Columbus to Dayton for dad's funeral. It said that I was important in Leonard's eyes and dad was important. It made a difference that Leonard came. He could have sent a representative, he could have delegated someone. In three weeks, Sixteen of us will be in Mexico visiting the orphanage and will be worshiping at, at Pastor Miguel's church. It makes a difference that we go in person for it says that their ministry, what they're doing with the orphans in Mexico, is important. It bolsters them, our presence. I've told this story before, but it's kind of a, uh, it's a story that's, that's, that's impacted my life. Um, in the spring semester quarter of my sophomore year, I, I worked in Jersey City at PS 22, uh, tutoring kids in the, in the slums of Jersey City. Uh, we lived in a, in a tenement building, uh, one of our neighbors in the tenement was, uh, was a... Um, Roman Catholic priest who worked with the homeless and prostitutes and drug addicts. The following semester, we took a weekend off and several of us who had tutored in Jersey City drove down um, to spend the weekend in New York. Uh, Halfway there, we said, well, where are we going to stay? Well, we'll stay with Ed. He'll take us in. He's a priest. He's got to be nice to us. And so we... um, we went we went to Ed we went back to the tenement and asked Ed if we could stay with him and he said sure and he said I'm really glad you guys came down because we're having a fundraiser we're having a covered dish at at the homeless shelter and it would really be good if you guys came and we all began to make excuses right away and uh, that we really wanted to go into New York and as we were leaving I turned to Ed and gave him $10, and he said, John, I don't want your money, I want you. It's your presence that will make the difference. He didn't send someone else to help them. God, God's self, went in person. And the rest of these verses from Isaiah bolster what that means that God came God's self in person. He was troubled by our troubles. God was distressed by our distress. When we go in person, We see for ourselves and we experience for ourselves. I had no idea what you were talking about until I went and visited. I had no idea how bad it was. I had no idea how sick they were. I had no idea how hungry they were. I had no idea... How filthy their apartment was I had no idea I am distressed by their distress I am troubled by their trouble it's part of what it means for God to be with us God is troubled by our troubles Wendell Berry says that when people are making decisions on their jobs They should imagine what it would be like for them to live with the consequences of their decisions. In what I do, is what I do in this neighborhood. If I lived in this neighborhood, would it impact my living? When people make decisions to strip mine in West Virginia. Would it be different if they had to live in that area? When water is polluted, would it make a difference if those who are polluting had to live with that polluted water? I had no idea until I went. And he became our Savior. When God comes and feels the distress, God decides to become the Savior to lift people out. God rolls up God's sleeves. God gets to work. God becomes engaged. It's the 23rd Psalm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. God becomes engaged and involved. God saves out of pity and love, Isaiah says. God with us saves out of pity and love. God feels this empathy for the people. Love suffers. Love sacrifices. And that's what Emmanuel does. Suffers and sacrifices. The word sacrifice and the word sacred come from the same root. God sacrifices and God makes holy by the sacrifice. God's sacrifice makes us holy and makes the world holy. There's a line in Graham Greene's The End of the Affair where one of the characters says, I could have saved her, but I didn't want to suffer. God saves because God suffers God rescues God redeems to redeem is to restore to its original state it's to bring back it's to give a new direction They were redeemed. They were placed on their feet. They were returned to their their purpose. To be redeemed is to be reconnected to the whole. And God, with us, reconnects the isolated, the lonely, the sick, the marginalized, the abandoned. Those who feel alienated God reconnects then it says God with us says these are my children these are my children who would never betray me God with us develops a relationship it's hard to have a relationship when we aren't with people It's hard to have trust when we aren't with people. Relationships, the cornerstone of a relationship is trust. When we trust our partners, we have a relationship. When we trust our children, we have a relationship. When we trust our ministers, when we trust our church members, we have a relationship. If we don't have that trust, we don't have a relationship. And that trust is developed through vulnerability, through humility. Placing ourselves in the other person's hands. And that's what God Emmanuel does. Comes as a child saying, I trust you. Now let's have a relationship. And finally, this passage of Isaiah about Emmanuel. who came God's self to be with us, it says, I will recount the extravagant love of God. I will recount the lavish compassion. I will recount. I will count all of God's acts of relationship of mercy, of pity, of lifting and carrying. I will recount those. It's important to recount. It's important to remember these acts of God with us. When I recounted this week the story of Leonard coming to Dad's funeral, it sent me off on a tangent of counting other things from those days, of kindnesses that people showed and how God shone through those people. We recount for ourselves to be reminded of those events that we so easily forget in our anxiety and in our anger and our self-righteousness. And we recount those passages to help others on their life journey to let them know they're not alone. Before one of the services on Christmas Eve, one of you um, came up to me just kind of radiant and said, reached in his pocket and pulled out a coin. And he said, look at this. Look at this. And I looked at it, and it had a one on it. And he said, this is my first anniversary of sobriety. And we shared some stories of sobriety. And then he told a story that some would consider coincidence. And he and others would say, this is evidence of God working in my life. This is evidence of God's presence in my life helping me. and I thought that's a great Christmas present he just gave me recounting God's wonderful deeds in our lives God with us Wendell Berry has written a poem called remembering that it happened once he's a farmer in Kentucky And he talks about, on a frosty April morning, like any other, going out to his barn. And he starts to wonder about what will happen when he opens the barn door. And he says, I remember that it happened once, that another world entered our world in a very ordinary way. And he talks about, when I open the door, what world will I be entering? What will I see? Will it be my cattle? Will they be in the, will the cattle be there? Will there be other things and other people there? Because it happened once, it could happen again. And as he puts his hand on the latch of his barn, he says, Cited as not before, our place, holy, although we knew it not. Because God came God's self, our place, as mundane as it seems, holy, although we knew it not. These passages from Isaiah that we've been doing throughout Advent and now Christmas are about being in exile, feeling homeless, feeling out of place, feeling alienated, feeling that things are out of sync. And God's answer to that exile that we feel is to visit and come God's self in person that we may realize that life is sacred and it's holy, although we knew it not. May it be so. Amen.